Asia Pacific currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at nine o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents this Saturday the 24th of September here on Community Radio 3CR. I'm Giselle Hanna. And I'm Pierre Morrow and we bring you another program of APC and thanks to Solidarity Breakfast for another informative uh, program. And of course Giselle, all the stories that you hear today, you can always look them up and get more information, can't you? That's right. You can find us on the web, all the w's.aawl.org.au. We're on Facebook and Twitter, so you can find us on those social media platforms. If you do want to get in touch with us by telephone or email, you can ring us on 03966637277 or you can email us at aawl at aawl.org.au. And of course, a, a big hello to everyone that's um, listening to others streaming live anywhere around the world or as a podcast. And in today's program, we'll go um, in, a, in a second, we'll go into the news round up from the region but in just to let you know in the second half of the program we'll be um, speaking with uh, Moni Rizam Masum who is a labour activist in Bangladesh and he'll be reporting on the tragic uh, fire uh, of about 10 days ago at a factory that killed 34 workers and he'll also explain what the state of workers organisation is like in Bangladesh but that will become about probably about quarter past nine o'clock so over to you Giselle. That's right. We're going to start in India uh, in relation to that Honda workers dispute, which we also brought to you last week. It's a very big dispute and it really does require some support. Five dismissed Honda workers have been on a hunger strike for that last week in New Delhi to protest against their treatment and to call for their reinstatement uh, or the reinstatement of dismissed workers. They've now been joined by hundreds more workers who are staging, staging demonstrations in support of the hunger strikers. There have been there's been massive support with over a hundred plant level union representatives showing that support. This widespread activity is a reflection of the bad conditions that many workers endure in the growing industrial belts of northern India and comes back uh, and comes on the back of the huge general strike earlier in the month. That's right, Giselle. And of course, you might be going there soon. So that would be... Uh... Well, not might. I'm pretty sure it's close to definite. But um, I mean, we will be uh, meeting with those Honda workers and the Maruti Suzuki workers. They're, they're in the same industrial belt that we keep referring to in Gorgoan in New Delhi. Um, it is a really big struggle. Um, we do want to support those workers. We've got some details on our website about how you can send solidarity messages. Um, personal ones are useful, but if you can put some pressure on your union as well to to write a solidarity statement, that would also go a long way. That's right. That's um, that's fantastic. All right, we'll go to the next uh, item where we go to West Asia, where there's a, there is a unprecedented strike unfolding at a Saudi Arabian hospital around. The 1,200 workers at the private Saad Specialist Hospital in the eastern city of Koba have walked off the job in an indefinite strike over unpaid wages. Now, not only is this uh, is strike action extremely rare in Saudi Arabia, given that it's a country that bans any 
trade union activity. But this action is extremely significant as all workers at the hospital have gone on strike, from the surgeons to the theatre staff to the cleaners and maintenance workers. And you have to remember as well that most of the cleaners and maintenance staff are migrant workers from South Asia. And this strike represents the first time that uh, Saudi nationals and migrant workers have taken action together. So really quite a historic strike, especially given Saudi Arabia's history of repression and exploitation of migrant workers. So um, fantastic. It is. It, it certainly beats the reports that we get of investigations into how migrant workers are exploited. Um, so congratulations to the comrades there. Looking now at Cambodia, a new investi- investigative report into the working conditions for workers employed by the global fashion company H&M has highlighted a number of labour rights violations. All the workers were not employed by H&M directly, but were working for subcontracting firms. In addition to low wages that often force workers to do many hours overtime and cash in their holidays, workers face precarious work contracts and unhealthy working conditions. It was also clear that independent unions were actively discouraged and repressed by these companies as a way to stop workers organising to demand better wages and conditions. So yet another report telling us what we already know, that really the only way forward is to organise. And when we do, the bosses are going to do everything they can to stop us. That's right, that's right. But the interesting point, I actually had a bit of a look at that report, said they, um, they get 18 days um, holiday leave per year, but they have the ability to cash them in at 200%. Well, you know that there is an attempt to do that in Australia and uh, and it's being dressed up as this, you know, ultra-liberal, well, why can't you cash in your holidays if you want to? That's right. That's exactly right. So I think this is a very good uh, insight, what will, will, will happen. And, um, hey, you know, our holidays, our time. <laughs> anyway, we could go on, on a tangent on that one, but um, we'll keep going here. Um, we go to Australia, actually, where um, around 140 workers in the central Queensland coal mine at German Creek near the town of Middlemount have been on strike over a new collective agreement. The mine is is owned by the giant Anglo-American group, which has now taken steps to try to employ strike breakers through a labour hire firm. Surprise, surprise. At a nearby mine site, the same company recently sacked 85 workers who were on a permanent contract, but has kept all its contract and labour hire workers. Must be all by coincidence, of course, Giselle. (laughs) Um, Anglo-American is also involved in a similar collective agreement dispute as the German Creek uh, mine here, with its workforce at the Los Bronces copper mine in Chile. And obviously, um, when we hear um, these issues against such global companies, coordinate industrial action by workers would be the strongest way to fight back and actually to fight against the power of these global companies. Another issue that requires us to unite as workers globally to fight back is that of fascism. We've been talking about this a a lot over the last couple of years, unfortunately, as we've seen the rise of those organised parties on the right. And since the start of 2015, there has been a determined push by a number of far-right groups in Australia to increase their influence by exploiting the current economic and political climate to their advantage. 
While labour and human rights groups have organised counter-mobilisations to oppose them, at the recent federal elections, the One Nation Party, led by Pauline Hanson, once again came to prominence on a platform of Islamophobia and racism. History shows that such far-right parties are a threat to workers everywhere and need to be stopped. So there is a public meeting which you should get along to. It's going to be held in Melbourne um, to discuss the best strategies to counter that growing threat. So get along to that. That's on Tuesday, the 27th of September at 6.30pm. It's being hosted at Trades Hall. Um, so absolutely get to that to discuss the various ways of ca- of um, countering this growing threat. All right, sounds like um, um, a good meeting with some good speakers. So that's Tuesday evening. We now go to just north of uh, Australia to Thailand, where in a long-running case in Thailand against Labor activist Andy Hall, concluded um, this week when a Thai court found him guilty of criminal defamation and violating the Computer Crime Act. Now, Andy's research focused on the mistreatment of workers, mostly migrant workers from Burma, employed at the Natural Fruit Company in Prachwap Kiri Khan province. The court imposed a suspended four-year sentence as well as substantial fine on Andy. Cases like Andy and many others that we've brought to you in the past couple of years are a clear indication of the difficulty that workers and labour activists find themselves under the current military dictatorship in Thailand. And in Timor, over 100 security workers in East Timor are battling Gardamor, a security company run by an ex-guerrilla fighter, over their entitlements after being summarily dismissed. Workers in East Timor have had lots of difficulty since independence in securing good working conditions and rights in the workplace. The General Workers' Union of of Timor-Leste is supporting these workers and has called for solidarity actions by Australian workers, and we've posted those details on our website. And it really shows how, um, you know, the the commonality and the solidarity of the so-called liberation struggles just really evaporates very quickly when there's profits involved. Um, All right, that's the end of the news roundup for the region. It's uh, just on 12 past um, 9 o'clock here on 3CR Radio, and we've got to say, Giselle, that it's a beautiful day out there. The sun (laughs) is shining. We've got to give the Listener, shoot me now. (laughs) Come on, come on. I'm a cyclist. Anyway, we'll go to a quick announcement, and then we'll be back with um, the uh, interview I did with Masum about workers in Bangladesh. Three CR, always bringing you the latest union news. They're coming after us at the moment. They want to get rid of penalty rates, the big push from businesses. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for. So there's tens of thousands of jobs gone, contracted out to sham contracting arrangements. On 8.55am and on the web, 3cr.org.au. Wasting time in the unemployment lines. It's just on 13 past 9 o'clock here 
Listening to Asia Pacific Currents brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links on your favourite community radio station. Now, as announced um, earlier in the program, um, last week I caught up with uh, Moni Ruzam Masum, who is the coordinator of the Comrade Rubel Workers Centre in Bangladesh. And I, um, as people would know, there was a major fire at a factory. Um, which I think earlier we had reported in the interview I reported as 24 workers died, but in actual fact 34 workers um, were killed there. So I asked uh, Masum about the situation that led to the fire and also what's the general situation for workers in Bangladesh. Just over a week ago there was an explosion and a fire at a packaging factory in the Tongi area of Dhaka, which led to the death of at least 24 workers. Can you tell us a bit more about that factory and the events that led up to that terrible disaster? Yeah, I can. And thank you very much for inviting me and give me the chance to talk about these matters with you people. The factory Tempaco is a very old one and it is situated in the basic industrial area in Tongi, the northern side of Dhaka city. The main building structure made near about 45 years before and without permission it just go up and it become five-storied building. The day the accident happened in the early in the morning before the eighth day, 11th of September, it was the shift change time and also after finishing the work the night workers wants to get their salary and bonus and they are preparing themselves to go for Eid festival in their villages with their families so it was a very heartrending incident and many people died 34 workers died more than 50 workers owned it and more than 10 worker are still missing and the company made the foils for packaging foil like you know the chips foil they made foil for tobaccos <laughs> like uh, British American tobacco <laughs> here in Bangladesh also Nestle and some other uh, foils produced over there and they use many chemicals so there are many chemical drum was stopped when the fire comes out and start burning and the fire stayed maybe uh, 40 hours and it also spreaded the surrounding buildings so nobody can help or when people understand then there is an accident we have to help them but it was so heated the factory building and surrounding areas no help Nobody can help them. After coming the fire service and army, people started to find out what happened and controlling the fire. But before doing that, everything was gone. People died, factory collapsed. That sounds like a a terrible uh, disaster and the conditions that you uh, describe, uh, Masum. Now, obviously, it has been three and a half years since another uh, terrible disaster, the collapse of the Rana Plaza. There was supposed to be 
an improvement in the fire and safety conditions of factories in Bangladesh. But obviously there are still a lot of factories which conditions are still very unsafe. Uh, you are right. When incident happened, when the disaster comes, our government focused only on that part. So it is very disappointing and very bad practice by our government. After this, uh, when we come to know early in the morning that there is a fire comes out in a factory, so we, who those are organizing workers here, we rush to that area. And uh, in the meantime, BGMEA and uh, the our government authority, they said, this is not a government's fact. So we have no responsibility about that. It means when Rana Plaza collapsed and Tazrin's and Rana Plaza, these two incidents happened and people died by the neglect of the government and uh, owner, all foreign media, local media and other sector NGOs are made rush over there because the government sector is very much related with the foreign nurse. But in this case, nobody, no NGO came and rush. They just come and take some pictures and go back. But nobody raised any question about that. And we and our organizers, who those are working in different sectors, we are making raising this sort of questions that why only government sectors become the priority, not the other side. Because other industries are also in very old situation, not only fire and safety. Maybe you can talk a bit more about the issue that are facing workers. Um, again, like you said, when Rana Plaza collapsed, there was a lot of focus on the conditions for workers. But of course, that was three and a half years and there's been um, big events since then. Has overall yeah. the conditions for workers and unions improved? No. Just one word, no. Because when uh, Rana Plaza collapsed and the international media give a very good intention to for the news and the why it was happened and buyers also give their interest of what is happening in Bangladesh about fire and safety and other sectors. So why uh, Accord and Alliance organized in our country and they are taking care of fire and safety of the factories in our country. Only government sector. You know, after 1974, all of our basic industries like sugar, textile and others, big, big industries, all are taken by our government. And after that, all industries become collapsed. There is no more government industry running in our country. Most of the industries are private industries, small and medium size. And they are doing what they want. So the, the, the building construction, uh, workers' uh, wages, atmosphere of the working conditions, everything by the owners wants. Workers, they need some places, some safeties or something. They never look after about that. And they are supported by the government officials who those are very much corrupt. And they, when they go for survey, they did nothing, just take the Burberry and come back. 
and suffering goes to the worker side and the workers are dying and they doesn't care the government official doesn't care not the industry ministry ministry of industry and labor ministry also doesn't care about it and because they are not giving real and proper trade union registration they just gave some ngos registration to organized workers as a trade so there are very bad unethical things are happening in every working sector every industries in our country right now so who those have money they have power and they are doing whatever they want they are not thinking the government also not thinking about the workers right and how they can improve or the workers can work in better condition better atmosphere in their factory nobody cares you paint a very sad and difficult picture masum but um it needs to be told and obviously as a labor activist yourself to try and form independent unions that really care and really improve the conditions for workers must be really difficult in bangladesh right you are because uh, my organization and uh, some other organization who are really working in the ground level and to build up a real trade union who those are representing the company workers or other sector workers they are not allowed to organize themselves by our government because they always refuse our proposal to be a registered trade union and without any registered trade union you cannot make bargain with the owner or your company so always we suffering these things but some ngos with the support of ilo and others they become registered trade union and they are just showing that they are doing very good but if you go to the field you can find nothing done by them now we are trying to overcome this situation i think we need more time because uh, consciousness is very poor as a uh, union activists i can say that the workers they need to make their uh, conscious more clear about their right sometimes when we went for organizing or we go for any educational program for the workers they just shaky or afraid of to make their voice louder to for their right to the owner or the company so that is the situation now we are facing and we will overcome but we need a little bit time thank you for for that uh, masoom for that picture that you have painted of the situation and as a last question you've obviously said you need more time but as labor activists around the world what kind of solidarity what kind of actions can other workers in other countries do to help you in organizing or work together in organizing unions in bangladesh this is a very good question you are asked actually we need very strong solidarity from abroad also in bangladesh but you know what i think my organization also think similar that if you are not strong enough and you are not louding your voice for your rights there is a problem to get the good solidarity from outside or others 
so we want to improve that situation and other hand though the internationally in different sectors like a ship breaking sector tea garden and also uh, like the shot of oil or chemical uh, factories who those are working uh, making goods for the international companies multinational companies we need support from abroad to pressurize the main company like nestle or uh, british american tobacco they have their head office in america in england or some other places so we cannot go over there so we want to make the pressurize them to where they are making their goods they have to control their worker safety and other in the contract and the atmosphere working atmosphere over there what you people are did for after rana plaza collapse the alliance and accord now getting very good steps for the fire and safety purpose in uh, rmg sector when other side also we need the similar solidarity to pressurize the inter- multinational company for the worker safety and healthy working place thank you for those uh, words masoom and um, they're certainly fighting words and we can certainly share your sentiment so thank you for taking the time out to speak to us and we wish you all the very best in your very hard work that you're doing there in bangladesh to organize workers thank you very much for calling to give me the chance to sharing my thoughts and views with you and also we need really we need solidarity like this also supporting something to give us the information to how we can build or we can more organize like you people abroad are organize and making more unity we want to learn these things also from you to organize the people workers in bangladesh thank you very much for your kind invitation which base provides key information for every us drone strike played a crucial role in iraq and afghanistan wars as well as providing targeting and surveillance information for the israeli defense force star wars the empire strikes back war is terrorism it's the pine gap joint defense facility located just 20 kilometers from alice springs on arundel country and this year marks 50 years of its inglorious existence come and join the closed pine gap protest near the gates of the base from september 26 to 30 for all the details head to closepinegap.org Getting quick to book your early bird bus ticket from Melbourne for just $200 return. That's closepinegap.org. See you there. Close Pine Gap is a 3CR supporter. Is terrorism Star Wars. It's just on 27 past 9 o'clock. We're coming to the end of another fantastic program of Asia-Pacific Currents. Isn't that right, Giselle? Absolutely, right, as always. Right. And you just heard an interview that I did um, last week with Moni Rizam uh, Masum, or who is the coordinator of the Comrade Rubel Workers Centre in Bangladesh about the uh, factory fire that killed 34 workers and the general situation of workers and um, how hard they're working to organise workers. And really, we've got we're at the end of another program and maybe just to re-announce that 
next um, uh, public meeting on Tuesday, Giselle? So the details of that are 6.30 at Trades Hall on Tuesday, the 27th of September. It's a meeting to discuss Hanson's rise, but also uh, left strategies and tactics to overcome that. And also there is a, a rally, a snap rally tonight, and I'm trying to look at the um, – um, because there was um, a arrest of an anti So comrades who have been to many anti-racism rallies across Melbourne might be familiar with a comrade, Jafir. Jafir is the, the, the tall black guy that holds the uh, no racism sign. Stop the, racism now. Yeah, stop, stop racism now. It's the circle, it's the circle cardboard sign. Um, and and he's, he's become the pin-up boy for many of our anti-racism demonstrations. He, he does a, um, a lone action at Flinders Street Station every Friday. And Friday just gone, we understand he was particularly targeted by police and there is now a snap action in support and solidarity with him. That's right. He was uh, pepper sprayed and arrested on the night. And so there is a snap action support for uh, Jeffrey on uh, tonight at five o'clock at Flinders Street Station. So tonight, five o'clock at Flinders Street Station, support anti-racist activities. But that's really the end of of everything that we have um, today. Stay tuned um, to Asia, to 3CR Radio and Asia Calling. But that's all that we've got. We'll be back again next week. My name is Pierre Morrow. I'm Giselle Hanna, and we'll be back next Saturday from 9 o'clock with more news and current affairs from the Asia-Pacific region. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.